and welcome to episode 3 of the Mindfulness Hub. I can't believe it's been 3 episodes already. Once again, thanks for joining me this week for sharing mindfulness topics that will help reconnecting with your inner peace. If this is your first time here, then welcome to this curated space for unwinding, distressing, and reconnecting with ourselves. My name is Aileen Perez, and this is the Mindfulness Hub. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, share, and message. Feel free to reach me via email, aileen.yoga at gmail.com or through Instagram, at aileen underscore yoga. Maybe there is a topic you'd like me to discuss in the upcoming episodes. Well, the topic for today has been recurrent on my Instagram polls and during my sessions. Yes, today we're finally talking about bedtime routines and some tips for improving your sleeping quality. I believe that lack of sleep and poor sleeping habits are somehow a pandemic. It is so common to meet people nowadays who can't sleep or that sleep a lot and still wake up tired or wake up many times during the night. If you feel identified with any of these situations, don't worry, you're in the right place for fixing your sleeping routine and giving both your body and mind a proper good night's sleep. Let's begin by understanding that sleeping is one of the foundations for good health, not only physical, but also mental. Sometimes we take this important part of the day for granted, even me. How many times we've stayed until late night for finishing some work, watching TV, or in a social gathering. Then we go to sleep and wake up after four or five hours believing that later on that day we'll nap and everything will be fixed. Unfortunately, our sleeping cycles won't understand that. And this kind of irregular cycles end up affecting our hormones, immune system, and of course, nervous system. Have you ever thought what happens to your body when we sleep? Well, a big number of regenerative processes begin. Our cells are renewed, we produce growth hormone, repair our muscles, boost our immune system, our brain processes the information collected while we're awake and organizes it into memories, in between many other cool things. Moreover, did you know we have five stages during the sleeping cycle? Non-REM, also called NREM, which are stages one, two, three, and four. And the stage five is REM sleep. For those who aren't familiar with this term, REM means rapid eye movement. Let's talk about each stage now, one by one. So I want you to take a deep breath, exhale, relax, while I introduce each phase of your sleeping cycle. Stage one is light sleep, and is a transition from the waking state to sleep. Here is where our brain activity begins to slow down in comparison to being awake. Stage two happens when you are no longer awake. Your body temperature begins to decrease and your heart rate starts to slow down. Moreover, it's less common to wake up during this sleep stage even if it's still somehow light sleep. Stage three is the beginning of deep sleep. Your brain starts to produce delta waves, aka slow waves, and you won't experience eye movement or muscle activity. 
actually, it is difficult to wake up someone from stage 3. Stage 4 is deep, non-rapid eye movement sleep. In this stage, we start producing even more delta waves and respond even less to external stimuli. Quick fact, parasomnias like sleepwalking or sleep talking occur during this deep stage of sleep. And last but not least, stage five, REM sleep, where we are in our dreaming state. In this stage, our brain waves are more active than in stages two and three, and eye movements are faster. You experience your first cycle of REM sleep about 60 to 90 minutes after falling asleep. So it's not that we experience a stage one, two, three, four, and five, and that's it. Like stage one from 10 to 11 p.m., then stage four from three to 4 a.m. No, not at all. These five stages represent one sleeping cycle. On average, adults need four to six sleep cycles per night. By now you're probably wondering, which is the most important stage? Well, according to Hardwired Health, non-REM sleep is thought to restore the body, while REM sleep restores the mind. Therefore, it's difficult to pick which sleep stage is the most important, because more than one stage is vital to our well-being. However, we can prioritize getting enough rest to ensure we cycle through the deep and REM stages of sleep. This is because the body undergoes processes that repair cells and tissues, support memory, among others. I know that the theory may be interesting for many, <laughs> including for me, but now let's go straight to the point. How can we improve the quality of our sleep? Let me give you three tips that will help you sleep better. Take a note and thank me later. First of all, it is important to be consistent with our sleeping hours. Go to sleep and wake up at the same time or within a time frame. Consistency is fundamental for assimilating your sleeping pattern. Nevertheless, don't be hard on yourself if you can manage to achieve seven days of perfect sleep. Every transition requires time for shifting their previous habits into new ones. Imagine, like we've been carrying bad sleeping habits for so long and pretend it will be fixed in one or two days. It's not going to work like that. Remember that the key for a successful outcome is not giving up and once again, being committed and constant with this new bedtime routine will build for better sleep. Let's aim for 7 to 9 hours per day and going to bed between 9 and 11 p.m. In my case, I prefer to sleep by 10, 10.30 and wake up by 6, 6.30. Sometimes I may sleep a bit longer, but my body clock will always wake me up by 8, max 8.30 a.m. That includes weekends and holidays, unfortunately. Second, create some habits that will start the process of unwinding after a long day. Some of my all-time favorite elements for improving sleeping quality and increasing deep sleep are breathing, meditation, and mindfulness exercises. Besides releasing the tension from your body, any of these practices will create a sense of peace and ease, allowing your mind to rest into deep sleep. You can also add a gentle stretching or yoga routine combined with breathing exercises. 
such as abdominal breathing or box breathing. I've done some tutorials about yoga for better sleep, and most of the asanas shown were from yin and restorative styles of yoga. Another great option is a body scan. This will ground you even more and help vanishing all that stress that restricts you from enjoying those glorious sleeping hours. Regarding sleeping supplements, my all-time and only choice is magnesium. This always works for me. But I know every person is different, so some of you may have tried magnesium and felt nothing at all. By the way, Epsom salts, aka magnesium sulfate, are a great choice in case you want to take a warm bath while encouraging active relaxation. I would also suggest aromatherapy, being Ilang Ilang, my favorite essential oil for relaxing. If you've ever had a session with me, you'll definitely remember that Shavasana includes Ilang Ilang. One more thing is taking a warm shower and use salt body scrubs before going to bed. Recently, I bought one infused in citrus oils that smells amazing. Whenever I can and have a bit more of time, I love mixing Epsom salts and some drops of essential oils for then taking a long, relaxing, calming bath. The most important thing is creating a relaxing routine that will prepare you for sleeping. Last tip, limit your blue light exposure, please. Let's understand what is blue light. By definition, blue light is a portion of the visible light spectrum that can have unique effects on alertness, hormone production, and sleep cycles. This wavelength of light is emitted by LED and fluorescent lights as well as many electronic devices. Well, light is fundamental for helping to synchronize our body clock to the current time zone where we are. At the same time, we have millions of light receptors that give the message to our brain that the morning is here. So it's time to wake up and be active. This adaptation has been carried out through centuries and a regular human's circadian rhythm will begin around sunrise and end a bit after sunset. But what if we're constantly extending our exposure to blue light, like cell phones, TV, PC, or any screen? We're basically making our body believe that it's still morning, which means that our cortisol levels won't lower and the melatonin production won't begin. You can use the night shift option on your phone or PC, or even try the blue light glasses. Still, screens before sleeping are a big no. Summing up these three tips. One, be consistent with your sleeping hours. Two, create a daily routine that will help you unwind. And three, avoid exposure to blue light two to three hours before bedtime. Let's do some final meditation that you could add to your bedtime routine. Lie down under the covers or on top of the bed. Relax your head, your face, your neck, shoulders, arms, hands, back, chest, abdomen, hips, legs, knees, and feet. Take three deep abdominal breaths. And if your mind is wandering, don't worry. 
Instead, we're going to focus on your breathing. Feel your inhalations and exhalations. Feel the texture and temperature of the air that comes inside of your nose, reaches your lungs, and then comes back. Observe your day with no judgment, with no attachment, with no expectations. And allow your body to surrender to this moment. We're going to take a deep breath and repeat in our minds. I release any stress from today. I allow my mind to calm and my body to relax. I give myself the rest that I need. One more time, take a deep breath and repeat in your mind, I release any stress from today. I allow my mind to calm and my body to relax. I give myself the rest that I need. Take one last deep breath. Exhale. Have a good night and enjoy your sleep. So we've reached to the end of episode three. I hope that you enjoyed it. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, share, and message. Once again, feel free to reach me via email in aileen.yoga at gmail.com or through Instagram at aileen underscore yoga. If you're wondering how do you spell my name, it's E-Y-L-I-N. And the most important thing, give yourself the chance to unwind in the mindfulness hub. Have a great day ahead and I'll be with you next week.